0: Welcome everybody to the "It's My Turn to Talk" podcast. I'm your host Desmond Ardonias. <clears throat> it's been a while since I did one of these. I, I miss it for sure. Um, there hasn't been too much news um, in the sports world um, for a little while, kind of until the NFL offseason came about. So that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. Uh, we're talking NFL free agent signings, a few NFL trades, nothing too blockbuster, uh, but enough to kind of get things rolling because out of all the off seasons out of pro sports, the NFL is always the most busy. Um, No, there's not as many trades as the NBA, um, you know, during the off season, but I feel like there's always somebody getting signed in the NFL during the off season. So it's, it's, it gets pretty busy, but yeah, let, let's, uh, let's jump right into it. We're going to start quarterbacks. Then we'll go RBs, wide receivers, and then, We'll, do a, we'll, do, we'll discuss a little bit more. But, yeah, let's start at quarterback. The biggest signing so far at the quarterback position this offseason, Derek Carr to the New Orleans Saints. He got a four-year, $150 million contract, a nearly $29 million signing bonus, um, and over 105 of that $150 million is guaranteed. That's wild. Uh, but those are the numbers now, you know, in this day and age. but I grade this a B plus for both sides. This is a huge increase from Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton, and the other um, straggler quarterbacks that New Orleans has had over the last few years. Um, this definitely boosts the value of Chris Olave, Michael Thomas. If he even wants to play football again, like dude, that guy is—he like doesn't even want to come back and play. Like, why doesn't he even go to another team now? He's been um, nursing this quote, quote, ankle injury for like three seasons now. And it's like he doesn't even want to try and play. He's like the Kawhi Leonard of the NFL. Like, do you even like what sport you play? But, yeah, he's – he's Derek Carr definitely boosts his value still. Um, Juwan Johnson, he stayed there. Taysom Hill, I don't think Carr does anything to Taysom Hill. Um, Taysom Hill kind of can create his own plays, you know, things like that. And both running backs are, you know, can be stout together. But their defense is loaded. And after this move, I see them as the best team in the NFC South, without a doubt. Um, so I definitely see them as a playoff team. Can they win a game? You know, they have the pieces too, but if they get knocked out in the wild card race, I I won't be surprised. But this uh this definitely helps. Derek Carr definitely did not deserve the rap he got in Oakland and Las Vegas. Um, He he was definitely always underappreciated that um, Raiders organization has not been, you know, a quality sports organization like in 20 years. So and Derek Carr is definitely not one to blame for it. If they didn't have Derek Carr these last, what is it, like eight, nine years, eight, nine years, I think it could be more. Um, They would have been, you know, the worst team in the league almost every year. Even though they were close to that sometimes, but now Derek Carr definitely kept them afloat sometimes, um, but the Raiders are still the Raiders, but I definitely don't like how they did Derek Carr, but so he definitely gets, uh, he gets a second chance, uh, he gets a well-deserved second chance, so th- that's what I'll say on that. Next, we'll keep it in Las Vegas, Jimmy Garoppolo, he gets three years, $72.8 million, Um, 11.5 million signing bonus. I believe it's 45 to 50 million guaranteed. Um, He's an off-brand Derek Carr for sure. Um, I don't know why everyone has loved him. I really don't. It's always been his defense. Even when he first balled out in New England, that's when they still had um, Stephon Gilmore um, and the McCourty. Yeah, Jason McCourty was still, you know, was still relevant. Um, their new uh, New England's front line was still good, um, and then in San Francisco, he's always had loaded, loaded defense. Like when they win the Super Bowl, they were pretty stacked. Last year's was, you know, awfully good as well. So, and he's always had good weapons, and it's easy to kind of be good when you've got you know Debo Samuel and George Kittle, who can both create separation. So, you know, Jimmy G, I. I, I grade this as C plus for both sides, um, and like I said, the defense has always carried him, and he's going to take a trip to now one of the worst defensive teams in the last few years. In the recent years, their their defense is awful. Outside of um, Max Crosby, uh, they're the best player on their team. Devontae Adams, who is arguably the best receiver in the league, he doesn't even want to be there. Um, he went there to just to play with his old buddy, and now he's gone um so you can tell the the morale is low um the team morale is is already low because remember all the drama with Josh Jacobs not wanting to be there blah 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 last season so their two biggest offensive stars seemingly don't even like being there um i mean i know bringing them both back was huge for them but i i seemingly they don't even want to be there uh, getting back or i'm sorry signing Jacoby Myers, um, that definitely helps somewhat. He's, you know, a big size wide receiver and, you know, in the, uh, in the red zone, he can be an option, but the, but the team overall, I still, I still think in Las Vegas, it's going to be disastrous next year. Um, I think Jimmy G is definitely going to be, you know, he's going to have fun in Vegas. I know I saw something on Twitter. He's a single guy. He makes a lot of money. And I mean, you're single you make a lot of money and you're a pro athlete and you live in las vegas uh yeah you're gonna have some fun but it's gonna be kind of the like matt how matt liner was at usc same situation he just you know you know was very popular he played in southern california you know and that that was good but there was always a lot of sanctions back then but that's besides the point i just i just don't see this even going well um i see the raiders next year six and ten at best so, the mid level signings they had uh, Taylor Heineke going to um, the Falcons, two years, $14 million. After such a wild um, football career, he gets to go back home. You know, that that's huge for him. Um, I grade this as C only because I believe Taylor Heineke being there is just going to be like Marcus Mariota number two, nothing too fancy. Um, the Falcons still got the eighth pick, and I believe Will Levis can still be there. Uh, he's kind of got Matt Liner tendencies with, you know, more ability to scramble. He's got good size. Um, but this puts ATL in the same spot. I, I really don't see real improvement. Um, I, the Kyle Pitts, rolling the dice on Kyle Pitts, that didn't work. Because I, I remember there was a lot of defensive um, prospects they could have got that year in that draft. But they chose Kyle Pitts in terms of upside. But I really don't see it. And, and they got a... Get stronger at the running back position. I mean, Cordero Patterson. You know, he did good this last year, but it's kind of got like a one-year, one-hit wonder type of feel to it, um, and I don't see that going any well. Uh, then these next one, they were just all in-case type of moves, all backups. You got Andy Dalton to Carolina, um, Jarrett Stedman to Denver, Mike White to Miami, Cooper Rush sticking in Dallas. Love that move. Uh, Marcus Mariota going to Philly. And Sam Darnold going to uh, San Francisco. Most of these deals were two year deals for about eight to 10 million, with uh, Mariota and Darnold only getting four each. Um, Those are just, you know, dart throw quarterbacks, um, but they can still bring value, you know, in case top quarterbacks get injured. You know, guys can step up and have one of those games. We saw Cooper Rush do awesome last year, stepping in for Dak. Uh, We saw Mike White do some stuff in. New York. Um, so those are good. Okay. Next we're going to do running backs. Um, and, and there's, there's, you know, pretty good buzz from the running back position this year. Uh, the number one move. First of all, I grade this a B plus uh, miles Sanders going to Carolina four years, 28 and a half mil, or I'm sorry, I can't read my own handwriting. $25 million, uh, 13 million guaranteed. This is a, i feel like this is a big loss for philly but it's a huge boost for carolina um they seemingly grow you know running backs well he might not need to be a pass catcher anymore um, which lowers his injury uh injury chance i know he's been kind of injury prone, prone his last few years or ever since he's been in the league but did you see what they did with dante foreman last year um chuba hubbard last year also but mostly foreman that guy couldn't catch anything like he wasn't a threat in the backfield or i'm sorry a threat outside the numbers last year at all he was just pure bruising running back um and i feel like sanders can still he can just be a runner because i mean he got a lot of carries last year um and i think if they somewhat eliminate um needing him to be a pass catcher i think it benefits both just from a Injury prone standpoint Um, He he definitely He's starting his career over Because let's You know Carolina Is um, You know They're going to struggle You know what I mean But They still They got the first pick So they might go CJ Stroud And if you got CJ Stroud And Miles Sanders You can make something work It's enough to compete In the conference Not to win I feel like they can still They'll still probably finish Third in the conference But You know it's something. It's something. Um, next, David Montgomery going to Detroit. Three years, $18 million. This was a head-scratcher, but I think most of it was because, man, I love DeAndre Swift, and I picked him, like, the last two years in fantasy, But and so I think this hurts his value. But it can't hurt it any more than last year did with Jamal Williams balling out. Um, I grade this a B for both sides. Uh, Montgomery, he's a thicker DeAndre Swift. He's a little slower, both injury-prone, so that definitely worries me. Um, it hurts each of their fantasy value, but if one of them goes down, um, the other one jumps to definitely, you know, an RB2. Um, with the Lions' O-line being stout, um, I know losing bruising running back like Jamal Williams is, you know, huge. But Montgomery is not a bad rebound. Um, it's just just in terms of injury, but I I know anybody can get injured doing anything. So. You just got to be hopeful, but you know Detroit's been making some moves. You know they've been making some noise. I like Detroit, you know, and uh, Coach Campbell. I like what he's developing there. And Detroit, uh, Detroit's on the come up. And I think Montgomery. Hmm, I, I'm I'm struggling while I'm saying this because I'm just kind of like, eh, we'll see how it goes. But it's not a bad move. It's not a bad move, especially getting him for only six million a year. That's that's a steal. Uh, we'll keep it with Jamal Williams. He's going to New Orleans, too. So they got Carr and Jamal Williams. That, that's definitely an upgrade. Um, they got him for three years, $13 million. Uh, I grade this a B-plus for both sides. He's a younger, faster um, Latavius Murray and Mark Ingram. I, I'm not comparing him to those backs. I'm just comparing him – or I'm sorry. I'm not comparing him in a uh, – like skill set standpoint i'm just comparing him in like how he'll fit in the system with kamara there um and i know Kamara's is kind of in some turmoil so if he's out jamal williams is an awesome you know option uh he's been the best you know backup running back in the league for a long time um i say he's up there with alexander madison Tony pollard last year you know all those guys i mean aj dylan stuff like that but um uh, together with him and Kamara, I think they can be dangerous. You know, Kamara can still – he's definitely more electric. But Jamal Williams, I think he's younger than Kamara by at least two years. Um, and they're both both—they're both different backs still. So, Jay Will can be the bruiser. Kamara can be the, you know, more electric pass catcher and runner. Uh, but I think huge move for both teams. Huge move for both teams. And you can't forget, Jamal Williams led the league in rushing touchdowns last year. What was it? I believe it was like – 15, sixteen. um so good things are gonna come for him for sure. And then you have the middle of the pack moves, but I still think they're beneficial. So Maj P Ryan going to Denver for two years seven million. I grade this as C plus um just because P Ryan hasn't really gotten a chance to ball out for an extended period of time. but when Joe Mixon has been injured, um he's p Ryan has gotten two games to start here, three games to start here. Um, and, you know, he's doing well, and Devontae Williams is coming off of a big injury, so P Ryan can probably start for at least the first five weeks for sure. Um, he's an in-and-out runner. Um, he always has those breakout games, so good move for them. But a steal for sure is Alexander Madison. Um, they got him to stay in Minnesota for just $7 million for two years. I grade this a B-plus for both sides. Madison for sure loves being in Minnesota. He loves um, being in able to be taken under the wing of Cook. And he um, definitely gets options to play every year. He uh, Same thing like P Ryan He gets like two games, three games here to start. And, you know, he balls out. He really does. He's a huge running back. You know, I loved him at Boise State, of course. I'm a Boise State fan. Um, I, that, I was thinking I really wanted him in Dallas after Ezekiel Elliott left. Because, I mean, look, check it out. Two years for $7 million. Dallas could have paid that contract to get Madison and Pollard and Madison would have been awesome. But um, so I grade this. Uh, this is this is a pretty good, pretty big move. So, yeah, running backs, they've been pretty, you know, they've made a lot of noise in the offseason so far. I like it. Wide receivers next. Nothing too crazy. Um, just a few kind of min- somewhat moves. Just a lot of them have a lot tied to it. Um, like mostly Alan Lazard, four years, $44 million, so 11 a year. This is kind of like the eh, maybe guy. I'm only grading this to C plus just because it's kind of a wait and see for an Aaron Rodgers standpoint. I know every Aaron Rodgers is, or everyone thinks that Aaron this move wasn't for Aaron Rodgers, and yeah, I can see how it could be. Uh, but it's just showing like a we'll see what happens type is like, is Rodgers coming or not? Like, can they? Pick something because, I mean, I know they keep reporting that he wants to go to New York, but wasn't he, like, contemplating retirement just, like, two months ago? So I feel like this move is only a big deal just because it has some nudes. News? I said nudes. (laughs) Some news tied to Aaron Rodgers. Um, They're pretty loaded offensively now. I mean, you got Brees Hall, Garrett Williams, who's the offensive rookie of the year. Elijah Moore, who needs more targets but can be electric. and then uh, Alan Lazard. Um, he, he got he's got a good core. I mean, that core of four players is better than his core in Green Bay, Dylan Jones, and now Christian Watson. um yeah, I, I mean, I would take this this Jets core. So Rogers got some weapons, and so I can see how people would think that this are I can I can see how people would that would think that this move is for him. But like I said, this this is just a wait and see. It's nothing too crazy. Alan Lazar doesn't jump out at me. Um, he just has Aaron Rodgers to throw to him, so and Aaron Rodgers can make anybody good, but outside of Devontae, because Devontae Adams is a bad boy. So next you have um, Juju Smith-Schuster. He got three years, twenty-five and a half million dollars, um, going to the New England Patriots. I grade this as B for both sides. Um, Juju's career is definitely starting over, um, but he's only 26. I I, I did not know that. and He barely turned 26 like a month ago. But New England, can, like I said, they can save anyone's career, but he did just go for the money for sure. I mean, look, he just came from Kansas City Chiefs. They just won the Super Bowl, and now he's going to New England, who is definitely rebuilding. Um, and I feel like they're just a boring franchise. So this move is definitely not for a career move. I think it's just money. I don't know if he can go in and be a number one. He, he I mean, he should. He's the best wide receiver on the team because you know Jacoby Myers is going to Las Vegas. We'll get to that in a second. But this is just a. Um, it can it can benefit both sides, but from Juju's perspective, I feel like it's just for money. Um, and yeah, he has the chance to be a little bit more involved in the offense, but or that he did in KC. But I mean, shoot, I would. Rather stay in KC than go to New New uh, New England. They just won the Super Bowl, man, and they can use you in any way. But it'll still be good. And stick or sticking with the Jacoby Myers news. He goes to Las Vegas for three years, thirty-five million. So he gets eleven. I think that's a little high. Um, it's he's um, kind of just a big body. You know, he doesn't really have good hands. He's just got the size. Big targets are a necessity. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to like being able to lean on him this could work but I'm just also not super convinced so I give this a B um, you're getting him for 11 and I I mean I think that's a that's a fair price he he's still pretty young um, eh, I'm just kind of like bull about Las Vegas so yeah this helps him somewhat it gives him another weapon because uh Hunter Renfro that didn't really pan out after the season he had two years ago not last season but the year before. So yeah, this helps a little bit, but they're still the Raiders, so I'm gonna wait to see. You know, he, he's he's got a good talent though. But the winner, I think, of the wide receivers so far this offseason is Adam Thielen. Um, this guy's 32 years old. He's had a you know a lot of success in the league, very dependable, great locker room guy. But he's getting, yeah, 25 and dollars. Um, he's getting the same amount as Juju Smith Schuster, and he's six years older. Um, he's a great slot receiver. Like I said, good look, good guy to have in the locker room. Um, this is an A plus for both of them. The Panthers needed to replace DJ Moore. Um, Thielen is not a DJ Moore, but I mean, it's in the right direction. Um, I, I I know that they have they don't really have any picks, you know, in the first two rounds because they traded up. So it's not like they're going to get a wide receiver in the draft or you know a good one. This this draft is not really wide receiver. Um, heavy except for a few like uh, tcu's big target but i mean getting him for three years is perfect because in three years he'll be 35 and that's pretty much the prime time on prime time on when your wide receiver career is almost over um so this you know this helps a little but you got like let's say carolina goes with um cj stroud you've got stroud miles sanders adam thielen it's not bad, and they were in the market to sign someone else. I don't remember that they kept talking about them signing somebody else. It wasn't Odell; it was somebody kind of low key. I mean, maybe they can get Odell for a little while for a little bit of cash, but now nah, he wants to go to a contender, so I don't see that happening. But now nah, that that's a big move for both. Um, Thielen has always been a good guy, and the Panthers definitely needed to kind of overpay for a wide receiver to replace DJ Moore. But I like that move. And you got the, also, middle-of-the-pack type of moves. Darius Slayton staying in New York, $6 million. Uh, Paris Campbell is headed to New York. You know, both of those, I grade them as a C+. Plus. They're good for Daniel Jones, but any, not nothing fancy. Um, I got Noah Brown going to Houston, but that's that's nothing crazy either. Other than that, you know, wide receivers have been pretty quiet. So, But... Next, I'm going to go to the defense. The defensive signings were pretty big. First, we'll start with the biggest one, um, Jeron Hargrave. I think it's Jerron. Um, four years for $84 million. You know, big contract, defensive tackle, ex-defensive tackle of the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, he's going to San Francisco, and this is an A-plus for both because he gets his money. And then for San Francisco, this turns him into the best defense in the league already. Without a doubt, this is going. To, they're the best defensive team in the league. Um, they're immediate contenders. They got to figure out the quarterback situation. Is Purdy the guy or is Lance? Um, but they are. They're definitely the best team in the NFC. Um, I say um, he's he has improved. I know he's thirty now, so he kind of took a took quite a few years to kind of take off. But he's got speed. He's got size. 6'2", 305 pounds. Um, defensive tackle, but that's huge. Their, their front seven is so stacked. Um, so th- that's that's probably the biggest move on defense so far. Tremont Edmonds, uh, inside linebacker for the Buffalo Bills. He's going to Chicago um, on a four-year, seventy-two million dollar deal. So this one, he definitely walks just for money. I say it's an A plus for him because he gets paid, and it's a B plus for Chicago because yeah, he's he's talented, but you know, they had to overpay, overpay for him. Um, they're desperate for talent. They had a lot of money to spend this offseason. Um, so they got a few pieces. He's 6'5, 250 pounds. So he's one of the bigger linebackers in the league. Um, he, he'll help. You know, I would have loved him in Dallas. That would have been good. But Dallas could have never afforded it, afford him. But no, he definitely boosts um, Chicago Chicago's defense. So good move for both. Jesse Bates, safety for the Bengals. He's headed to Atlanta for a four-year, $64 million. Another move walking for money. Who wants to go from the Bengals to the Falcons unless it's more money? Um, It's a B B for both. Um, He has improved. And for the safeties, there hasn't been a lot of great safeties. Uh, There's been a handful, four or five. But um, in general, the safety position is a small market. Um, It could help, but... Atlanta is still going to be pretty bad. Trades. Let's go to trades now. There's been a few decent ones. I'll start with Jalen Ramsey. It's definitely the biggest offseason trade so far. Well, on defense. Um, six-time Pro Bowler is joining Xavier Howard in Miami. Um, definitely going to make for the one of the best defensive back tandems in the league. Um, I, like what the, I like the tandem they got in New Orleans. Um, the tandem that they got in KC is gonna grow. Um, same th- same thing in Seattle uh, with Woolen and Bryant, um, and then Dallas, of course. But you now Ramsey, he's still, I say, best corner in the league. Um, he can make plays, but he also can freaking tackle. Like a lot of these DBs who are just ball hawks, and you know they're they can guard, you know, wide receiver, good or any wide receiver, but not a lot of them can tackle. And Jalen Ramsey is the Roy Williams of this day and age in terms of tackling. Um, So he, I think he's an all around um, superstar. Um, And he's, he's going to Miami who I, you know, they're very attractive, you know, lately everyone likes um, their coach and Tua. If he stays healthy, um, you know, they, they're loaded on offense except for the running back position. You got Tyree kill and Jalen Waddle. So, it's a very attractive destination and there definitely wasn't going to be anything special in, you know, Los Angeles with the Rams anytime soon. Those guys are done. Um, So good move for both Darren Waller going to the giants. This sucks for Kelsey plum. um, You know, the forward for the Las Vegas aces WNBA, you know, um, they both got married, you know, one plays one played for the Las Vegas Raiders, the other one for Las Vegas aces. So, you know, it's, that's kind of cool in the same city, but two weeks later, they trade him to New York. You know, all the way across the country. So that kind of sucks from just a personable standpoint. But um, Waller, he's got he's got potential. He's you know he's shown that he's a pro bowler. Uh, he's been top four to five tight end for the last you know three four years. But he's kind of injury prone. Um, but the trade was for potential. The Giants had some money as they franchise tagged Barkley and just re-signed uh, uh, our restructured um, Daniel Jones. So, you know, Daniel Jones got got a little bit of a core now. He's got Darius Slayton, Paris Campbell, Sterling Shepard, Saquon Barkley, and Darren Waller. Um, you know, so they got pieces, and Giants are already on the come-up, so this was a great move. Um, they He got out while he could. Um, it's a great move for Waller. Um, in terms of his football career, because nothing's going on in Las Vegas. You know, except now his wife is there, but whatever. Um, good move. I like that one. But for Dallas, we got Stephon Gilmore and Brandon Cooks. Both of them were traded for two or four fifth-round picks in total, two of them going to the Colts and the other two going to the Texans. Um, it improves Dallas the defensive back, but, I mean, he's got 12 years in him, and he hasn't been great for the last few years, but... It definitely boosts, and Trayvon Diggs needs some help on the other end because I, I think Trayvon Diggs is overrated, but that's just me. Uh, Brandon Cooks going to Dallas that helps. He's had six 100 yard or 1,000 yard seasons, um, most traded player in the league. But this helps Dallas takes pressure off Lamb. He gives Dak Prescott a doub- or, uh, another weapon. He takes off, takes away double teams from Lamb. I'm just worried that two kind of speedy. You know, good route runners playing opposite each other. I don't know if that works. I think you got to have two wideouts that have different skill sets opposite each other. So I think to guard Dallas as wide receivers, a lot of teams aren't going to have trouble with that. Um, and I mean, they lost Noah Brown and Michael Gallup. He's got size, but he, I mean, he's kind of fell off. So I mean, I'm not super convinced. I would have rather them had DeAndre Hopkins. That would have been nice. They could have traded this year's first round. Pick and second round pick for him, and next year's too. I would have um, that would have been a huge move for their offense, but you know, Cook helps it's a step in the right direction. Um, they're definitely not a super team offensively now, I really don't. I think they should draft Bijan Robinson from Texas, that'd be a good move, but they're still the Cowboys. But that's all I got for you guys today. Good amount of free agent signings and trades so far. The NFL offseason, like I said, is you know, it's fun so. There's going to be a lot of stuff coming up, I bet. Soon, a lot more news. So, but stay tuned. I'm I there's more stuff going on around, you know, in the sports world. So, I got some stuff coming up for you guys. So, again, my name is Desmond Ardonius and this is the It's My Turn to Talk podcast. We'll t- we'll see you guys soon. I'm out.